The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Hump Day. Welcome back to the House of Wrestling live podcast recording. It is just for Clubhouse members before it goes out there with ads for all of you out of podcast land and on YouTube. Uh, we have myself. I'm I'm Nick Hausman, I believe, and I'm joined. <laughs> we hope so. It says under your nameplate, so I'd really hope that you are Nick Hausman. I'm Nick Hausman, and I'm joined by Ennis McVeigh. Ennis, I hope you're Ennis McVeigh. <laughs> I, I think I am. I mean, it's in my, my social media handle as well, so I'd really hope so. It'd be very confusing if I wasn't. But yes, I'm here. Hello. Well, if you are a Clubhouse, <laughs> if you are a Clubhouse member and you're here, uh, then you are allowed to participate in the chat room uh, as the show is going along. And that includes our good friend Christopher Zanto saying good, Hello, Christopher. good morning, Clubhouse members and staff from the West Coast of this great nation. Ha- Dude, that's so... Thinks it's great, and it's just a good mood. <laughs> I've, you, know? you know, I have yet to go to the US. It's on my list, but I will go over there someday. But we're not there yet. Soon enough. Soon enough. We're trying our best. I think great. <laughs> it would be. I am the beholder, Chris. Uh, but mm. no, yes. Thank you for your positivity, my friend. Uh, we are excited to have a big show here today. Uh, before we get going, um, we want to send our best out to Virgil. Um, Virgil has been uh as like a supporter of of mine and the site and the work i do for for about a decade now he's a eccentric crazy gentleman um <laughs> and uh unfortunately he has been struggling with uh illness here for the past um several years um tatanka fellow former wwe star uh shared on social media that uh virgil has suffered several strokes uh and he's not doing well so we want to send our best out to virgil and i talked a little bit about it last night on the nxt post show but we lost a friend here in the Chicago land community. Uh, our friend Justin Juice Wallace passed away in a, in a horrible car wreck on Monday morning. And Juice was a good friend of mine and a good friend of the community. And I uh, just wanted to send my love out to him as well. Uh, all right. This show today. Into the show, you're going to get my interview with WWE. Longest reigning WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time. Gunther in the house here today. And it's what a way to to wrap up our first show of the week. You know? It's good. It's great. Gunther's the best. And Gunther, I've spoken to Gunther a couple of times and he's always great. And he's willing to have fun in these interviews, I've always noticed. So he's a great little, he'll be a great little chat to see. Fun is not the word I would use to describe Gunther. <laughs> I'm uh, unique. Maybe that's slightly more accurate. Intimidating? Guy... Hey, want to do the slip and slide, Gunther? I just wasn't. <laughs> no. No, he's not that, but he's um, he's very much willing to go with the flow, whereas some people like to feel they aren't, but he very much is. Want to do a keg stand, old goot? You up for it? <laughs> no? I mean, 
if you've seen him back in his indie days where he had the weird pink hair, you never know. Maybe back then he was, but not nowadays. That's right. I just don't know. I don't know him well enough. Maybe I can get him to do a Kazakhstan. Mm. We'll see what kind of content we can generate <laughs> as time goes on here at House of Wrestling. Um, we got more here on the show that we're going to talk about. I got some exclusive news about the latest TNA office shakeup. Uh, that's not even out to the public yet. We'll talk about it here. And then after the show, when this goes out, we'll let everybody know. But you're the first to hear about it here today if you're club member. Kazuchiko Okada, he's reportedly heading to AEW. Shotzi got injured. We got some more NXT news coming out of last night's taping. The Rock is going to be embracing his heel persona. But first, as it has become accustomed to do here on the show, we have to get all the latest Vince McMahon news out oh. of the way up top. Ennis? We yeah. at least listen. We're consistent. It's a segment now. One day we will not cover Vince, but today is not that day. No, and it'll be some time, I think, before we stop covering Vince. Because you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but again, the accusations that Janelle Grant makes about Vince are not just about Vince, right? No, you know, no, and I think, not. and I'm starting to get a little concerned that everybody is just saying this is the Vince problem, right? Hmm. And I think he's kind of become a scapegoat in a way. It, to a degree. Are, you, are you feeling that way too, where it's like all of this is falling on Vince and people are kind of losing sight of the of the bigger allegation and issue that Grant seems to be pointing towards here? Yeah. I think part of it is obviously Vince has not been well liked in the eyes of fans, whether it be, you know, stemming from things we've heard about him personally to what he's done with in WWE in the last couple of years. But like even then, like the wider issue is systemic within WWE as a whole. It's not just, you know, Vince is gone and the issue's solved. It's an issue that needs to be, that still needs answered and still needs resolved as to what they're going to do about it. Yeah, and, and we'll talk about resolution more here in just a second because I have some real thoughts on that one. I fell down a little bit of a rabbit hole the other day looking mm. and looking into how do we, what are we actually doing here? What are we actually trying to solve? How do we actually fix yeah. the problem, right? Um, we'll, get, we'll get to that, I promise. But first, the, sure. the distancing of Vince continues. Um, you can't even find Mr. McMahon, which was his profile page on the site anymore. You showed me that if you go to the exact URL, it redirects to the roster page. The only way to find this guy on the website is if you search Mr. McMahon and you find old articles or like the descriptions of photos he's been written into. That's all he's in. It's an interesting change because I believe the first, or the, either a day or two after the Vince allegations came out and he resigned, if you went to that page on WWE.com, it went to a, you are not authorized to access this content. So they clearly made the page private or something. And it's right. only in the last couple of days that it's now changed to a redirect, which is typically a sign of the page has been deleted. Because if you search like anyone's name that is not an official roster member, it just redirects to the site. You know, you type in Kenny Omega, it redirects to the Superstar site. So... They've erased the page, which is an interesting guess sign for how they see Vince in the future. Yeah, and and, and I I think you're right about that. How do how far do they go with the distancing here? Right? I mean, mm. are we going to see him? Re I mean, how do you remove? I I don't think it's going to be like Benoit levels. I don't think you can. He's so <sighs> integral to what they've done with WWE. I mean, I suppose you could, but I think I mean you can. Let Ed is. You, you could can. absolutely. You, you could. Can. I'm not right. really well, but you absolutely could. Yeah. Because you, you'd really just, you know, it's interesting because, like, it would really just be, like, pre-Attitude Era stuff, right? That like mm. that Oh, yeah, that you saw. Yeah, true. There'd be, like, there'd be like, some Attitude Era. Like, the Attitude Era would be butchered, right? It would oh, just of course. Be total, it would be totally butchered. Um, sure. I wonder if they would keep the the Montreal Screwjob stuff intact just because Vince looks so bad in that. I almost wonder if they mm. amplify 
how bad he will. I, I wonder if they just full on take Brett's side. I guess is what I'm saying. Possibly. Now. You know, they, they could. I feel like for now, they're probably going to wait until, you know, this progresses more. They, I don't think they want to make a change because inevitably that shows they're going to side one way or the other. So I feel like they're just going to stay course now. I mean, with the network and whatnot moving to Netflix ne next year, you know, maybe we could see some changes through that. They could, you know, remove them from certain things there and just say, oh, well, it was part of the move. You know, you, you I, never know. I could see him put a little warning on the screen or something, right? Like you, if mm. you if you are the victim of sexual trauma, then <laughs> watching this Steve Austin segment may trigger yeah. you. You know, yeah. Um, it's there's there's stuff they could certainly do, but I don't know if they want to do anything yet because it inherently puts them on like one side or the other, and I feel like they want to stay very neutral right now based on everything that's kind of been said from from well, all the statements from the executives so far well neutral but at a distance right there's definitely a of course there's a 10-foot clown stick going on yeah, here for sure absolutely. um we, we see chris here back in our comments saying i feel there are a lot of others involved and there's going to be an avalanche sooner than later of releases i agree with you chris as he also yeah. adds that vince was the lead announcer for the golden era how do you delete that well you know we'll, for sure. hey, we're gonna see but we're, uh, back to your your other point about the avalanche one person who does not seem to be want to get, get wanting to be caught up in that avalanche is executive producer bruce pritchard uh on his something to wrestle with podcast he said the following i'm not involved not being sued i'm not accused of anything and nor yeah it's it's a legal matter and as I said, you know, as I've said to you, you know, sometimes it is simple. It is as simple as for those who believe no explanations needed for those that don't No explanation will do. And that's kind of where we are. And let the rest of it sit in the hands of the fine legal system that we have here in the United States of America. I kind of hate I, I, I would not. I hated the last part. I hated the. Mm, absolute, yeah. Let's no, there's definitely things you can do that are out with the lawsuit, I'm fairly sure. Yeah, and, and look, I would have just kept it at I am not involved, I am with the company, it is a legal matter, yep. I cannot comment. Because the, the legal system in the United States obviously caters to the wealthy. You know, it it is it is a I just didn't like that. I didn't no. like the last line, Ennis. No. <laughs> you know? I feel I I wouldn't I'm not surprised that he sort of took this stance. I mean, there was people like speculating that you know the fact that he didn't make the statement right away. I think Conrad put out a statement saying he'd had surgery or something like that, which yeah. was true. Apparently, he was in a cast in photos at the the Royal Rumble, so that was true. But I'm not surprised that he's kind of distanced himself from this because well, I feel like inherently, if you say anything, you're gonna just enhance. You're gonna stoke the flames, so you kind of just need to sit. Well, but he, first of all, there's four unnamed executives. We have no idea who they are. He is an executive, True. right? And so until they're all identified, I think there's, because again, Grant says many, many people knew. You also True. have, you also have Ronda Rousey, a former, mm -hmm. a, a female that worked for the company coming out in the immediate aftermath of these allegations saying, uh, Vince, Mc I'm going to paraphrase here, but Vince McMahon will be present in WWE as long as Bruce Pritchard is there because Bruce Pritchard is Vince McMahon's avatar. Which, mm. considering what is being alleged here, that's not something you want somebody saying about you. <laughs> you True. Know? I um, mean, there was reports as well that I think Vince was still putting in like creative suggestions um, during his retirement. I'm fairly sure that came out in the last week. So, I mean, it's it's inevitable that he's like with Pritchard's involvement. There's inevitably the question of whether Vince is still there. 
Bruce, Michael Hayes, Kevin Dunn. I mean, all these guys that were close to Vince, like friendly mm. with Vince, oh, yeah. right? Not, not like worked with him, but like were friends with Vince. All of those people are about to be under an intense amount of scrutiny. And so, uh, again, I, I think the first part of Bruce's statement, I'm not involved. I'm not being accused of anything here. Distancing himself, pointing those out. Fine, right? I mean, what else are you going to do? But yeah, again, like. We'll let the uh, the courts decide this one. I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't There's definitely it. questions that can be asked of him regarding the whole accusations and whatnot. Maybe not. Fine, you can step back. But in terms of specifics from the last things that he has specifically been named well, in, there is questions there. Well, and it's weird too because this is a civil, not a criminal matter yet, right? No, yet, possibly could become a criminal matter could here. Be. You know, seeing how things progress at the SEC and the DOJ and what information is uncovered and all of that. But there is this weird thing in the United States. And again, I don't know how it works internationally, but when mm. pe unless people see somebody go to jail, it doesn't seem to feel like they did anything wrong. And, yeah. you know, like when people go into a civil, like Donald Trump, for example, fellow WWE Hall of Famer, Donald Trump, uh, goes into, uh, it's found by a jury of his peers to have, sexually assaulted a woman right like it was yep. not allowed to say in court that he didn't rape a woman because yep. the judge was like you can't say that because you did according to a jury of your peers right this yep. man is possibly going to be running the country and i don't mean to get political here but it is wild to me that somebody mm -hmm. that has been found guilty of their peers of sexual assault can be in this position right so if that guy can be president right Convince McMahon run a, a, a cartoon carnival, uh, you know. It, it's a fair question. And, and don't, again, I just I don't I don't particularly like the legal thing because it is messy when it comes to money and power in the United States with these particular kinds of issues. So so we'll see. Sure. That's that's my issue with it. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a messy situation, but like ultimately, I think we. I mean, I I believe it's this Friday that they need to issue a response. I remember th Brandon Thurston, I believe, said that. I believe it's this Friday that they need to issue yeah. a response to the Janelle Grant stuff. So yep. it'll be interesting to see how they respond to that. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Um, well, uh, we're going to sprinkle a little AEW stuff here before you get back mm. to the WWE stuff, because uh, I, I was going to put this in the AEW section, but it's about the Vince stuff. And we're just doing all the Vince stuff just gets its let's, own let's section. Let's pile the Vince stuff together and then we can just package it away. There we go. So, so Tony Khan is chatting to fan cited. It looks like during Radio Row Super Bowl weekend, he gets mm. out. He gets asked about the he gets asked about the. It was very vague. It was like there's bad allegations about women in power and pro wrestling, you know, in WWE. And then he gets asked, how are you working to protect women in the industry? So it was a little muddled question, but I think in the end was a good landing. So mm. anyway, uh, he first of all says he can't comment on the allegations going on in, in WWE. A lot of people jumped on that uh, as mm. opposed to the second half of his answer. First of all, how do you feel about him? not commenting on, on, on the Vince stuff. I'm not super surprised. I think my main thought is maybe because he, there is so many 
you know, ex WWE people, whether it's on on the roster or behind the scenes involved in AEW, that him taking a side and perhaps if any of them become implicated down the line, it's a bad look. So I'm not super surprised in that regard. Yeah, it is a weird. It's I mean, it's very heavy, right? Hmm. Um, maybe saying can't comment is not. Maybe just saying I would prefer not to comment since it's a fluid situation that where the stakes yeah. are so heavy. Right. And we don't know what's going on. Maybe a little bit of clarity. Now, the other hmm. part of this, the other part of this answer was it, in regards to protecting women, he really just reiterates a lot of the stuff he said at AEW All In. Right. He's like, people could talk to me. There's other people. There's channels available, um, but really no new ground available here. Well, I know I don't look. I have a lot of respect for my wrestling media peers. It's a hard time for us out there right now. Everybody is. Everybody is under an intense amount of scrutiny and seemingly taking shit at all sides. With that said, did Tony really uh, like address or lay out AEW protocols in this quote, which is what I saw a lot of people reporting, like, you know, Tony Khan discusses AEW protocols for women's safety, which sounds like he -hmm. has them and he, it doesn't seem like there are now, what are we really talking about here? And, And this is not just for AEW. This is absolutely for WWE as well, because Hunter made the very, very vague comment about we're doing... I was about to say, this comment yeah. reminded me a lot of Hunter's comments from that press conference. It, it, it goes They were both, very similar. And to be fair, up until everybody got cleared out at TNA, I would have I had similar reservations, and we'll get to that later in the show. But um, look... This there needs to be changes made. And so everybody keeps saying that. What protocols could be in place? What changes need to be made? And I think we've all just been spinning our wheels saying that without coming up with any kind of tangible offerings about what could be done. So what are we really talking about here? We're talking about whistleblowers. We're talking about protecting whistleblowers that uh, see bad behavior within a company and protecting whistleblowers from retaliation. That is what we are talking about. We're talking about creating an environment where people are encouraged to talk to people within the company, independent human resources departments or other entities. If you want to fall down this rabbit hole with me, we only have so much time where they can go to and feel comfortable doing the right thing and reporting bad behavior, because that is in the best interest of the company to be creating a healthy work environment. You also have to create an environment through training and exercises with the people that handle whistleblowers to ensure that there is no retaliation against them, which I think is the number one biggest problem in pro wrestling when it comes to this particular issue. Because again, you know, we talk about the speaking out movement and all this stuff, people speaking up. We need to, to call it what it is. These are whistleblowers, right? These are people that are actively trying to blow the whistle on very serious problems in the community, and they are scared to do so because of retaliation. They are scared they're going to lose their spot. They're scared that they're going to be stamped with some kind of scarlet letter. They're scared that they're not going to be able to find work elsewhere because they know that other companies, uh, major companies, uh, do not offer the kinds of protections that that I'm laying out here right now. And they're, they're worried mm. it could happen somewhere else. And that bad actors with power and money in the community are just going to be able to, to you know, make their lives miserable for, for blowing yeah. the whistle. So 
I really think that's what we're talking about here, Ennis, when, when we get to the bottom of it, is whistleblowers and how do we protect whistleblowers from retaliation? Yeah, I think at the end of the day, they really we, what, what I really want to see is just slightly more of at least a laid out plan of what's happening here. You know, in the wake of speaking out, we saw countless companies. Now, granted, these are indie promotions that don't have TV and don't have as much of a process as bigger businesses. But, you know, many of them laid out, you know, code of conduct of, of how even the, the either the processes they had in place or their plans to implement said processes and it was specifics what we need is specifics of how this is being dealt with rather than just you know like paul said everything which what is that like, what is that and and, <laughs> and tony can just kind of giving a rough thing about how is the locker room is the safest in the industry which again is just it's is just it's it's just saying it for the sake of saying it. We need like specifics of how it's being handled and what is happening behind the scenes to tackle this. Well, and, and to be to be transparent with everybody, I've put in a handful of emails now. I don't want to be like, you know, Andy Dufresne in this thing, but I put in a handful of emails to, to WWE here uh, asking for examples of what changes are being made to protocols. More specifically, what changes were made to the misconduct gu guidelines in the Performance Center 2022 that Shawn Michaels directly said happened but gave no details of on the last nxt mm. media call uh i've yet to get any response from wwe in regard to to what changes are being made within the company to to protect women or men that want to blow the whistle um but i nothing would make me happier in us than to be able to put that story out for everybody wouldn't that be great yeah you know? that would be great but I, I, well, I do wonder if it's maybe like a legal thing with a lawsuit, but I can't imagine that would have any sort of implications. That's the only thing I can think that could maybe be stopping them. But no, I don't think so. Them. No, I mean, you, I there's think certain so. things in the suit you can't talk about. But to say hmm. we are rolling out new protocols or protections or lines of communication in the wake of these uh, horrific allegations that we're taking very, very seriously. I don't hmm. think that I don't think that violates anything to do with but the does that lawyer, inherently but... by setting up the protocols does that not inherently admit to guilt considering they're a defendant in that case mm. would they maybe want to wait until they've removed themselves from that and then implement it that's but my only other thought but why would i and you know what that's very fair but why would hunter then say what he did at the presser true where he your point where, where he where he he conceded that changes needed to be made and that they were going to be yep. um, overhauling stuff it sounded like right mm. yeah and and sean michael said roughly the same thing in the nxt call yeah so yeah it, it's weird that they haven't gone into anything in that case because it, i mean if they're going to say we're waiting to see how this all plays out to see where our vulnerable spots spots are to to make changes okay i guess uh well, shady but, but at least it's a specific answer yeah but it you got to do something right mm. like you, you, you got to show we didn't even he didn't show up with a statement we haven't got any kind of like real uh, full-throated condemnation. And again, maybe they don't want to, you know, get a, get ahead of their skis and admit guilt to something they don't want to. But yep. the more and more this thing goes on, it does feel like, like they know what's good. They yeah. know what's going on, right? They're just trying to pivot around it, you know? Yeah. And just kind of, I guess, like cover it over the WrestleMania stuff, I suppose. Like is a bit that if they want to cover it up with story stuff, this is the best time to do it. So. Well, and that's what they're doing here, right? They're sending mm. they're sending the Rock out and Hunter out and all these people out, and they're not talking about the Vince stuff because they didn't take questions at the kickoff event. No. Um, did they? Did the Triple H and that ever get asked by any media at that kickoff event? 
because I don't, I don't think so. Dwayne did. No, I don't. I haven't seen any interviews from anybody about. I haven't seen. I, I saw the the fightful and Denise ones with, um, Cody. Rollins Cody. And Becky. No, it was Rollins, Becky, and then I think there was a G yeah. one. Uh, yeah. Very par, very pared down from what was advertised. Mm. Yeah, I know it's very strange. Very strange. Um, well, WrestleVotes is saying that The Rock is expected to embrace his heel persona on the road to WrestleMania uh, XL. He's going to be more like the Hollywood The Rock persona, and there's going to be Cody Crybaby's merchandise expectedly coming out. Now, here's the thing about The Rock. And I told you about this just before we went on the air. So, like, The Rock did this interview with E! And it had the modern, like, green lightning bolt WrestleMania backdrop behind him which kind of mm. looked like from the kickoff event, but I can't say for sure exactly where this interview took place. But he specifically yeah. said that one of the reasons that he's coming back here is um, can he possibly create the biggest WrestleMania event of all time, the biggest match of all time between myself and Roman Reigns? Can we do that? The answer appears to be no. No, you cannot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talked about it last week winging it right like it feels yeah. like they've just been winging it right the only other thing I can think of is maybe they're doing a rock cena too and like re-entering that with like uh it's gonna happen next year netflix i mean i guess they could but that's a long I, that was bad the first time around we don't need it again i mean it's looking like they're gonna do a tag match rock roman yeah. versus seth cody there was a trailer, I think, that came out that basically almost confirmed that. I mean, it was like the two teams facing off against each other. So, like, it's, is that, I, I would be surprised if it wasn't at this point. Is it night one or night two? I would guess night one. It can't be night two. It could oh, be yeah. Cody Rock. It has to be night two. They <laughs> haven't confirmed tell? it, I should say. It's just a promo video where basically it's like Rock and Roman on one side, Cody and Seth on the other, and they just stare at each other. But I, I could see The Rock saying, I don't give a shit. I'm closing out this show. <laughs> I mean, he could. I'm not. That would be very weird. I mean, I suppose they could if Cody like dethrones him on the first night, and then that adds intrigue. But nah. I yeah, Rock and Roman coming in pissed off for night two. Cody's got the title. I suppose got you the could. Title. You put all the titles on the line, right? Oh, true, true. You could, and then Roman wins again, and then we're stuck with Tribal Chief for another year. Yeah. And Rock and Rock has the Workhorse Championship. <laughs> He takes it to Hollywood with him. It shows up in his films. Oh, I just, God. I, again, and look, Seth, by the way, told ESPN he's going to be back in action in three to four weeks before WrestleMania, which is good news for Seth and everybody right. that wants the best match possible from him. But, yeah, the only way you do the tag match is if, like, multiple guys work both nights. And that's yeah. just... It is just Roman. Trying. I was expecting to do the multiple nights. I'm not. I'm not super surprised at that. But it's 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 strange. I I, I feel like you have to do a tag match now because I don't think they're doing, especially with Rock and Roman being so friendly. You can't do the one on one night, one on the other, the two singles matches. So it has to be a tag at this point. So tag tag one night and then both the title matches on another night. I guess so. I mean, Seth. Yeah, I guess Seth could face against whoever thing is in the elimination chamber. So yeah, I guess you have to. And then have the women's matches on night one both the women's world titles for like two world so they both have world two total title matches on each show it's strange dude it is wild like i can you look i can usually make anything work i'm very hmm. very 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 easy to please storyline wise i am very very easy to please this one 
I mean, it's just gotten so messy. I'm. It I'm has. Like, it, it, I can't say I'm not enjoying it, mind you. I mean, I, I was watching the kickoff show last week, and I can't say I wasn't entertained, but it's it's weird. And it's kind of it's interesting, because I think wrestling in general is, is at its best when you don't know what's going to happen next. But the problem is, they, in that scenario, they're supposed to know what happens next, and I don't feel like they do right now. I just read you this quote that was released today from E, mm. where this man is talking like he's facing Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Why again? And then it brings up why did Cody win at the Royal Rumble? And is, I mean, I guess tickets are up and viewership's up. To me, it just kind of feels like it takes away from the Cody Roman stuff a little bit, just because like does, a little bit. It, it doesn't. I feel like, like we're down that track now. I can't think they can get off it at this point, so they kind of just have to embrace it. Well, and it's like everybody's having to supplicate themselves. I think I used that word right to Dwayne, yeah. where like Cody is getting slapped and he's giving up his spot to Dwayne and you see Roman walking behind Dwayne, right? He kind of looks like we got little brother a little bit. And then everybody's <laughs> everybody's taking a shit on Seth. Like they're all like, who yep. are you? Who are you? So Poor like, Seth. His world's heavyweight title has just looked like absolute dog shit for the last couple of months. Because just no one cares. It was he so... had to beg Cody to challenge him. That segment made him look like a fool. Yeah oh my God. Yeah. <sighs> But that's what I'm saying. It's like it's rock, and then everybody else kind of gets is getting pulled. They're getting pulled down a little bit. And yeah. I, Cody Roman were so strong. Now they don't look like. And I think I don't know. They're fighting with the Rock for that. Like they both look bigger and smaller at the same time. It's very bizarre. Mm. I don't know See, we're doing here's that. a question for you: If Cody had beat Roman last year, would you be more interested in the tag match this year? If that was the main event of night two. I mean, there'd be so much. I mean, there'd be so much that would have happened between last year and this mm. year. It's, t- it's tough to True. say, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's a huge what if. I just think that it was so obvious from my end. Like, if they wanted to do Rock and Roman, you just have Rock win the Rumble. I think yeah. people would have been o- okay with that. They would have understood it. And then mm. Cody can either. Daniel Bryan is way in at a, winning a shot in a triple threat or whatever, or or can go off and face Seth and pick up a big yeah. victory there. But they, then they had Punk and I don't know, man. Yeah, I there's it, I, there's so many different elements that I feel like it's kind of impacted their plans over the last couple of weeks. All right, a couple quick things before we we jump over to Gunther here. I'll try to plow through as much as we can, and then probably save some of this for Friday. Um, Wolf Dogs captured NXT tag titles last night. Uh, big win for them. Uh, unsurprising, wildly over. And as we've been saying for a while, uh, I have not gotten the vibe that NXT ready to get rid of Braun Breaker and, and Baron Corbin no. yet. Um, they feel like they I, could challenge like the Judgment Day in like a title for title match. Yeah, I feel they're they're very very strong. I feel like I don't know. I don't really know if I want Braun Breaker in a tag team on main roster. I would like maybe him and Corbin to keep this up, maybe until stand and deliver, have them lose it then to another big NXT tag team, then have Braun go away. But I don't know. It, I feel, it feels, he still has the strength of NXT. He's still he's still strong enough there that he can last. Braun, Braun and Baron to me feels like a multi month program solely mm. because they're going to hold the title they're wildly over right they're going to start selling they're going to start selling merchandise i promise you yeah. wolf dog merchandise people are behind them people think they're cool so they'll hold these titles for for a while i think maybe through santa deliver 
but then they'll pull the trigger, they'll feud, you'll get your program. And maybe on the other side of that is when you see Braun really come to the main roster. Mm. Could be, I could be wrong, um, but this doesn't feel like I, I don't see these two. I see these two no. together in NXT for several months. That's what I see. I mean, you could the only other thing you could do is maybe have Braun do both. I mean, it's not the first NXT guy to do both yeah. shows, but no. I mean, you could, I suppose, but Braun's fine on the shows. I mean, they've done the last thing of the last couple of weeks of like t- the GMs teasing, trying to get Braun on the main roster. So there's hints of it there, but I'd be fine either way if Braun stayed in NXT. He's still got plenty to do. Uh, a couple things happened during the post-live taping Week two TV taping, the off-air taping. Next week's show will be pre-taped. Uh, first of all, Shotzi got injured in a match against Lyra Valkyria. Fightful saying she was unable to put weight on it backstage. Uh, she was taken in for medical examination. This is not a work. Um, and uh, spoiler, if you don't want spoilers, earmuffs, jump ahead just a little bit. Uh, Ava came out after the injury, announced that the match was now an open challenge. Lash Legend accepted. They had a brief match which Valkyria won. And apparently all these women were praised for working on the fly to, you know, make the, make this segment, uh, make this work after, uh, after the the injury. I feel really bad for Lyra because this is the second big injury that's happened. Obviously not her fault, but like it's the second big like women's star who got injured in a match with her. Cause obviously Cora Jade just like Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago, had her yeah. ACL tear with with a match with Lyra, so it, I, I I wonder if it's affecting her, but I hope not because she's been great. But it's she, a shame with Shotzi. She's gonna be friends with Ridge Holland here pretty soon. Mm. Star- staring at their hands all the time. What have we done? <laughs> what, what monsters have we become? It's a uh, shame. It's it's interesting as well because obviously Shotzi was set for an elimination chamber qualifying match on SmackDown, so I wonder how they change that up. Um. We also had the OC coming back, uh, or not coming back. Uh, they attacked Chase U on the show and the week two tapings. Um, don't know what the plan. It would seem like they're they're going to be working with Chase U here, and they're, they, the timing of them debuting I find interesting because when I saw that the War Dogs had won the titles, and like you know the family very strong act, but they're not going to be able to work with the family forever. I was like, who's that yeah. tag team that's going to work with the War Dogs? Mm. Um, OC. They, those would be some hard-hitting matches right there, you know? Yeah, and especially because oh, the, the, the OC faction, I think, is dead completely now. I mean, AJ's not with me. I think they did some segments with AJ and me, Yim, but it's not really, like, they've not really tied them together anymore, so I don't think that in fact, entire faction's gone. So they, But they were tagging with AJ on the on the holiday live event tour. Yeah, but, like, it just seems they've just abandoned it ever since the Rumble. AJ's just on his own now, and he kind of pushed... If I remember right in a backstage segment, he pushed away Meechin, and then they've kind of just never addressed it since. So maybe just one of these weird things. Plans change. Yeah, maybe. Uh, well, before we get to our last subject, Chris Rosanto's here saying, I hope we're going to have time for Billy in the CW today. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. It does not one feel day. like that. One day we'll have time for it. Don't worry. Um <laughs> But Fox 19, Fox 19 reporting Brian Pillman's grandson and Lexus King's nephew, Boom Swallen, I love this name, helped avert a mass school shooting in Cincinnati where he overheard the, when he overheard the suspect's plan and reported it to the police, uh, the Uvalde Children's Foundation giving him a Medal of Honor and all this type of stuff. Wonderful story. Um, good for, I mean... I, I, it saddens me that this is this is the kind of things we we deal with here in the United States. 
but a good yeah. ending, which very, very rarely happens in these situations. These yeah, days. I was gonna say it's a nice story in this regard, and also in in the wrestling industry, which we we certainly need right now. So very nice to see. We're not gonna have time for it. We come back on Friday. We're gonna work. We're gonna talk about Okada. Uh, we're gonna talk about the latest shakeup in the TNA office. This news is just gonna be released publicly here in a little while, but it's over on the site right now. Spoiler alert: Ed Nordholm who was former TNA or Impact president and had been working with Scott DeMar, also no longer working with TNA. Um, and we'll get into more of that on Friday. But uh, it seems as if the decision was made around the same time that uh, Scott, the decision was to move away from Scott. Scott and Ed were very, very, very close. And so mm-hmm. just more movement in the office. But we'll talk more about it Friday. We got that. We got Butterbean, all of that. Um, if you are listening to us in podcast form, uh, if you're listening to us in ad-free version Uh, over on the clubhouse or you're listening to us with the ads over on general podcast platforms we appreciate you either way uh ratings reviews comments always appreciated on the apple podcast uh, feed we're going to read some of those here uh this friday so that's a great chance to be a part of the show uh some club housekeeping um my interviews with otis and chad gable are now available in the clubhouse exclusively for clubhouse members uh actually i believe uh otis will be uploaded very momentarily i believe chad is there but otis will be there by the time whatever soon uh last night i stayed up late did an nxt post show with my dog willow it was a blast chris thanks for tuning in and for everybody else uh, i i do have to ask was willow a better co-host than me where where do i rate no okay good i've still got the top spot i'll take that she was she was it was it was nice cuddling my co-host but we Mm. don't have that relationship in us you know (laughs) Not yet. We'll see how it progresses. Once I get over to the US, we'll see. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> um, we also have some, like I said, the exclusive news about Ed that's on the site. We have the How uh, podcast this Friday coming up for everybody, and then we'll do that then. And then, of course, this coming Monday after Raw, we'll do a post show. It'll be me, our gold member at Matthew England, who we Matthew. absolutely love. We got several new bronze members that signed up this week. We appreciate all of you. And we got several other just general members that have uh, signed in. We're I'm trying to be in the Discord all the time. Come acknowledge me. You know, that would be wonderful <laughs> in the Discord. We can make I'm that trying. a channel. Acknowledge Nick. We'll make I'm that tr- an exact, specific channel. I'm trying to get the Discord over. I'm trying to make it work. Um, <laughs> and is anything you want to plug, promote, put over here before we throw to Gunther? Gunther. Um, just, just uh, as Nick said, get your reviews in. We'll read them on Friday and have a nice rest of your week. Yes, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day, uh, wherever you are at. If you are, are without a Valentine, I hope it is a good one. And if you are with a Valentine, we hope it is also a good one. All right. With that, happy Valentine's Day for me and our guest for today, Gunther. Buddy, it's Nick Hausman from House of Wrestling. Welcome to WWE Royal Rumble Weekend. And I am joined right now by the longest reigning WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time, Gunther. Gunther, thank you so much for taking the time this morning. Good morning. Yes, good morning to you, bright and early here. Um, well, obviously, I'll get to the big news right out of the gate. There was this article that was floated by Sports Illustrated a couple days ago, and they said that you were the odds-on favorite to win the Royal Rumble. Now, there's been some controversy about this reporting, but I just want to get your take. What do you think about this? Um, yeah, I think it's a very realistic scenario. I think... Um, that's where I belong, and I made my intentions clear as well on Raw, so we'll see what happens. Well, you know, you are now finding yourself in the main event picture, sharing the ring with Seth Rollins. You've got WrestleMania in your sights now. How does it feel right now to be in this period where you feel like, I, I mean, look, 
to say that you've dominated the middle of the pack would be an understatement, right? I mean, you've certainly got your sights set higher. How do you feel right now being at this point in your career? Oh, it feels very good, yeah. Um, I don't really think about it too much, to be honest, because, yeah, I guess we all are, but in my case, you're always kind of like in the tunnel a little bit and focused on the next step. Uh, so sometimes you don't really step out and actually look at it from from a bird's eye perspective. Uh, so I don't think, yeah, I'm not going to get lost in like feeling excited or overwhelmed about anything. I'm very focused and that's what I'm going to keep doing. Yeah, you. I mean, you are. You are ice water in your veins, my friend. Um, now, Imperium has found themselves at odds with the New Day and Jay Uso as yeah. of late. Now, a lot of people saying if Rollins isn't where you find yourself at Mania, maybe Jay Uso, who's aligned themselves with the New Day. Um, talk to me a little bit about, give me your thoughts on Jay Uso and what you think of him as competition. Oh, yeah, I think it would be a very exciting match for the fans. Um, if it happens at Mania, I don't know. Like, uh, I know he was around a little bit. I don't know if it's a little bit too far-fetched to get into that. But uh, further down the line, I think it would be a very exciting match for our audience. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, you know, you were such a, a notable name in the NXT system when you were coming up. And now there's rumors, not rumors, I mean, Shawn Michaels has openly talked about it. NXT Europe, right? Like yeah. a successor to NXT UX, uh, UK. What do you think about the NXT Europe brand? Would you like to see yourself making occasional appearances there, be involved with it in any way? Um, it's hard to judge it because we don't know what it's going to look like. Uh, so it's hard to give an opinion. In general, I've, I'm happy that they want to kickstart the project again uh, because I always said that wrestling in Europe is fantastic. We have a very long history, we have a very long heritage. And I feel like when you look at the wrestling world right now, there are so many European guys that are on top in different places, and there's a good reason for that because um, usually European wrestlers are very well trained, very well educated in our sport, and because of its long history, and yeah, it makes me happy they want to kickstart the project again. Talking about UK talent, can I get your reaction to Tyler Bate finally getting called up? I mean, him and Pete Dunne, what a pair on SmackDown right now. Yeah, and I mean, that's good for him because it's a little bit similar than what Kaiser and I have because, yeah, I think they basically wrestled together the whole the whole way coming up prior to WWE and for them being as a tag team now pretty strong stuff being on SmackDown uh, I think that must be very rewarding for them and I'm happy for them absolutely all right last question here Guthrie and thank you again for the time uh, there is a hot free agent out there right now that a lot of people would love to see you share the ring with and that is Kazuchika Okada now do you want to see Okada in the WWE mix is that a match that you would like to put on your plate Oh yeah, for sure. I think Okada is fantastic. Uh, I always loved Japanese wrestling. Like when I grew up in professional wrestling, understanding everything, I always enjoyed Japanese wrestling the most. I was more of an All Japan guy than a New Japan guy, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, he's one of the best in the world. And if he joins WWE, he's very welcome to. And I think he finds great competition here. Wonderful. Awesome. Thank you so much, Guter. I appreciate the time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.